We want to welcome everyone back to BNB Presents the Black Media Podcast. And we have another exciting Tubi movie for you all tonight. But before we get into all that, we want to make sure we introduce everyone. My name is Ben, and to my right. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. It's your girl Nada. Thanks for tuning in. To my right, who we got? It's your girl, Betty, 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 y'all. What up, though? Yes, yes. So tonight we did pick another Tubi movie. Uh, Tubi's been pretty good as long as I don't pick a movie. And we mm-hmm. watched uh, Best Friends, <laughs> which was actually a, a Tubi original, whatever that means. And it was Chris star- Stokes production. Right, Chris Stokes production. Uh, it was called Best Friend. And it was actually written by uh, written and screenplay by Marcus Houston. And this is about best friends since grade school have never thought of one another in a romantic way. However, things start to change when Trish meets a new guy named William and Jamie begins to question his place in the friend zone. Consumed by jealousy, Jamie does everything in his power to keep Trisha and her new love interest apart, even if it costs someone's life. And just to kind of kick everything off, who picked this one? Or was this like a unanimous decision, I think? I think it was moi. It was Betty, y'all. It was Betty, okay. And why did you pick this one? Because it was new and everybody was talking about it. And it just dropped. And uh, I felt like it was going to be a good production. Okay. So I said, let's watch. Now, this uh, particular movie has Soraya, who we all know has been pretty busy. Killing she's about, it. Oh, my yeah, gosh, she's, she's uh, killing it. She's in everything like Clifton Powell. It has uh, Blue Kimball, who starred in, uh, well, I shouldn't say star, but he did play in a few episodes of P-Valley. And, of course, Mike Hill, who was formerly married to Cynthia from The Housewives. And Wesley Jonathan. He had that who, one, the brief-ass part. He did. They shouldn't even mention him. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but hold on. Hold on, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, Benny. Mike Hill held his own, though. He did really good. He had much to say. Did I fall asleep? And did I miss a scene that he was well, saying? Like, like no, I'm saying like you know. Usually, well, uh, hold on, let me back up. Have y'all seen him in anything else? No, uh, on Housewives of Atlanta. Okay, well, he had three reality, lines. Like, okay, but in those three lines, like he nailed it. <laughs> he, like he you can tell. He was like, come on, boy, you taking your ass to jail. That's what he said. We've seen other actors or actresses have had three lines and, you know, it'd be real mediocre. But like, you know, although he had three lines, it was a solid three lines. Am I I by myself on this? I really (laughs) feel like you must be a Mike Hill uh, fan or something. Absolutely not. I just, I was just like, oh, that's Mike Hill. And then I was like, he did that bridge. Not in that brief moment, like when he turned his head, I was like, oh, yeah, that's Cynthia's husband. He literally was in the movie for two seconds. <laughs> it was longer. Okay. First of all, listeners, Betty is being dramatic. It was longer than two seconds. He had a good, I say about a good five minutes of screen time total. Really? I must have dozed off. <laughs> I think you did. Maybe you went to the bathroom <laughs> and came back and he was, he was he- gone. Go. But I'm Maybe. sorry, Benny. I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm just, oh, no, I, I was just, I was just shocked by, you know, how well he did. Yeah, I by did. his performance. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I was expecting like, oh, okay, well, you know, he's gonna read a couple lines, but no, he he really nailed it. Anyway. Not 
Now, since you brought that up, I think. Now, since you brought that up, now I think that Chris Stokes and Marcus Houston might be a little messy because you know they had Cynthia Bailey in that first stepmother yeah. uh, episode, that first uh, installment of stepmother. So I feel like they might be being a little messy. Well, that's probably when they was, you know, when still they filmed together. it, they was probably was still together. So they probably like, oh, we got a part for Mike, we got a part for. Cynthia. It's possible. I forget. You know, yeah. this, I forget, y'all. I forget. You know, these Hollywood couples, boy, they, the, the relationships move so fast. You be together on Monday, you're off on Tuesday. So, But it Clearly. also had Wesley Jonathan there. And who is Wesley Jonathan? Not Nick Cannon. Sweetness. That's right. But he is not Nick Cannon. Those two I, feel, people. I, I just don't imagine sweetness. <laughs> he was in there giving uh, nothing. Like, never mind. I should have said that. Okay, continue. Well, yes, first question right. is always, how was the sight and sound for everybody? It was pretty good on my end. It was good. I don't know if it was my internet that was tripping, but it at some parts it seemed like it was a little blurry. Like the camera wasn't the best. It wasn't like 4K. I wasn't getting like 4K, you know, on there. Betty? I don't know about y'all, but it wasn't. Y'all know that site. Y'all know that site question does me in every week. Um, <laughs> it looked good to me. It did. Okay. And I was watching this on my tablet. Well, I was going back and forth between my tablet and my TV. That shit was Maybe long she... as fuck. You probably watched that shit. Uh, it was four hours long, so <laughs> you probably did have to break it up into two devices. <laughs> yeah, I started watching it um, while I was working, and then I went to lunch, and then I switched over to the couch. And I watched it on, mm. lunch, on the couch. But anyway. Well, brings us to our next question. Nada, was it rushed? as a film or was it paced properly because you know you'd be like this is too long i think it was too long what i think it was too long and i think it was definitely <laughs> predictable do y'all think it was predict predictable it kind of twisted a little bit i didn't i didn't see that coming i didn't really see that coming i don't know why i just didn't um at some point i feel like it may you know but i i didn't think it was predictable but what i did think is that um it was too long like that, like it was just too long. Like all of those scenes with them at that office, and we could have did without those. <laughs> all we needed to see was Jamie acting crazy, and um, him, you know, getting into it with folks. We did not need none of that scenes from the uh, office outside of the one where, um, outside of the one where she met that boyfriend and when they that first little thing. And then that was kind of weird too. Like. Okay. Uh, is we gonna talk about that in a different? We gonna get to. About... We gonna get to. Keep it going. I was now. How did you all like the storyline? Uh, storyline. It was decent. Um, it twisted on us. Let's. Uh, you got to admit, it had a little twist on it. So it definitely twisted on me. So, like Betty said, it wasn't like towards the end until we got that little extra twist. But up and and then you know it kind of all lines up together where we talking about it being too long so mm -hmm. the fact that it was too long and then it got to the point where okay we know what's going to happen let's just get to you know let's just get to that point so i think they, they should have like maybe shortened the movie um could have left some parts out and Such then in the storyline uh I don't know. It was a, it was a couple little pieces that, but, but like Betty said, the parts where they where they show her dating again or um, dating somebody else. Uh, the flashbacks. Yeah, like we okay. could we, we could have did without that. Um, 
I don't know. I think the I was, flashbacks were pertinent to the plot of the story. Yeah. Um, because it kind of ties the first dude that died in the beginning to, to the, you know, the, the person at the, the end. Yeah. yeah. How do you all so, think the acting was? The actor was spot on. I think um, the guy who played the detective, I can't think of his name. I think he was a little bit extra. Blue like, Kimball, Kimball, he always, yeah. Uh, Blue, Blue Kimball gonna give what he gonna give and everything he playing. <laughs> Ruthless, monogamy. P he played, he, play, he played all the BET Plus movies. I think he got a special contract with T, uh, Tyler Perry since he's been doing Ruthless. He being everything. I don't know. Just boy, like, I stand by. Yeah, I, I like him as an actor. I'm just saying, like, in this movie particularly, it was just some parts where I just felt like he was overacting. Like, okay, I really got to sell. I really got to sell. Was crazy. I really got to sell that I'm crazy on this scene, so I got to really, really overdo it. You know, that, that's the kind of vibe that I got from him. It's like just going with the flow and let it kind of happen naturally. Like, obviously, this dude is cuckoo, but it just seemed like he was putting an extra umph on it to really emphasize that character's you know, craziness. I don't know. I just wasn't really a fan. He's been in a lot of stuff, though. And I'm looking yes. at his... He yeah. plays in a lot of stuff. He From been getting act. his acting on. Yeah. Betty, how do you think the acting went? I think everybody did good. You know, I'm a real fan of Soraya. Now, she's been doing phenomenal. Like, I'm so proud to see her um, grow and, you know, get bigger and get all these parts and series and stuff like that. So I'm very proud of the work that she's been doing. You know, this has been my little, uh, I always be calling her the little Keisha Cole. I've been calling her that since, like, the first time I saw her. So um, I'm very proud of her. I think they all did a good job. I think that Blue was um, a lot crazy. Um, one thing, um, just going back to the storyline, I just didn't understand how that guy that got killed in the beginning, mm -hmm. um, how he was buying her like all this stuff and then she was just like oh it wasn't that big of a deal in the relationship and I'm like really like y'all wasn't in a relationship I was just so confused by that like I didn't understand that downplaying of that situation but who the billionaire yeah, yeah. yeah. I just thought that was kind of <laughs> like yeah and then I, I um, yeah so, so what was y'all also what was y'all most memorable scene uh, I don't think I really have a memorable. Oh, um, when the cops went to uh, what was the, what was Marcus Houston's name in this movie? Jamie. Jamie. When they went to his house and they call himself they call himself raiding his house, and those two cops was like flipping over pillows looking for stuff. I'm like, <laughs> first of all, dude, there's not gonna be shit underneath the pillow. But then secondly, when they did find like evidence. Like the cop, the cop was so obvious. He was like, "Looks like we got something here. Looks like it's some sort of liquid." Like that was such bad <laughs> acting. Like no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> Looks like it's like he's holding it up, and then you can tell it's a liquid. Looks like it's some kind of liquid. <laughs> like where did they get this dude from? That's a memorable part for me. <laughs> the memorable part for me in the movie was at the very end. When Marcus uh, Houston just confessed his whole love, whatever he did, like like it was just gonna be okay. Like nigga, no, you about to go to jail. That's why I'm laughing because Mike Hill's part. He was like, uh, "Nephew, you gonna have to do some time for this." Like, uh, <laughs> right. like, like. But I'm like, he was just saying that shit like it was sweet, like he was about to go back home and, and go lay down or something. Like, no, nigga, you was out of here. 
So that that was the most memorable part for me. I would say uh, what, what stood out to me was this whole, I guess what the what they call it when they was in the uh, boardroom meeting with the billionaire, and they mm -hmm. came up with this whole idea of doing the whole Costco. They're going to be the Costco of advertising. Like, oh, that was a pretty smart idea. I was all in a whole different part of the movie. I was looking at the background. So it like, is a smart idea to kind of bundle advertising and resell it back to people. That was pretty smart. So that was just my little thing from it. Now, I would say, what are you all overall thoughts? This is where y'all can get a chance to go off and say what you need to say. <laughs> no hose bar. Um, for the most part, I think it was a decent movie. I enjoyed it. Like I said, I think it was kind of predictable until that last little spin at the end. But outside of that, I think the acting was pretty good. I liked it. It was something different than, from what we usually watch. So it was a fun movie. Betty, Did it pass the not a test? Like it was no over drug dealing or over sex? Did no. it beat off? Okay. No. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a it was a change from what we usually watch. Okay. I thought it was good. I liked it overall. You had That's any, it. That's just your overall that. thoughts. <laughs> you don't want to elaborate none. <laughs> I guess okay, Betty. I guess we'll take her silence as a no. I guess that was I was, it. Trying to figure, I was trying to figure out if it was something else that I could say, but I'm just like, yeah, I think I said it. I think it's cool. Yeah. Okay. Now, if we put it to the rating scale, would you all have paid to see this at the movies, pay per stream, or just leave it free where it be? Free where it be. Betty? I'm gonna I'm gonna tell y'all right now. The movies is getting a little ridiculous with the fucking prices. Yes. Like eleven dollars. Like I think y'all might be pushing. I'm like, so y'all don't have a five dollar matinee no more. Like that don't exist before five. Yeah, like no. On Tuesdays. They got it. You got to go early on a on Saturday. Tuesdays. I don't think I pay eleven dollars, but like I would probably pay like. Okay, I'm lying. I was gonna say I probably pay three ninety nine on Amazon Prime or something for it or like that. But I'm not really trying to support Marcus Houston for real, for real, in real life. Why we keep? I don't know. I'm a, I'm a just. Why we keep picking his movies? I don't know, cause they be you like the them. new movies that everybody be talking about. First, first of all, Benny, you focusing on the wrong shit. <laughs> you picked. You is focusing on the wrong shit. I <laughs> I did pick it. You're right. I just that was just a little sad to myself, little Marcus uh, R. Kelly Houston, but. Okay, I'm going to say that I would have paid a fee to watch it. It wasn't bad. It it was better than that Megan movie that I watched, so I would have paid to see it. Megan was about to die. Yes, it was oh, okay. funny though. It was, it was it was funny. It's on Peacock. Megan was no joke. It came out on Peacock like the damn week after I went to the movies and seen it spent five hundred dollars. I think my overall take it was a pretty good film. Uh, I guess. Chris Stokes and Marcus Houston has found a niche. I think he does a great job playing these dad characters. Uh, he needs to possibly, you know, take that to a major network. I don't know if he has that star power, star quality, but hell, Gerard Carmichael made it to a major network without a lot of uh, buzz or, or, you know, fervor before he hit NBC. So yeah, Marcus Houston does a good job playing these dad characters. Uh, Chris Stokes definitely has found a, a pattern that works. And I enjoyed it. As far as me paying, yeah, I think it's cool where it's at. 
uh, maybe BT plus. But other than that, I don't think I would have went above yeah, and beyond to have paid $11.95 or $15, whatever it is, to go to the movies on the weekend. But it was I still a good $11. film. Though. Still a good film. Well, let's do this. We're going to take a brief break, and when we come back, we're going to hit this rabbit hole. Sit tight. We'll be back shortly. And we are back. We at the uh, rabbit hole portion of the show. And Nada had brought up a good rabbit hole, and it was kind of based off the basketball wives between Brandy and her husband. Uh, Nada, go ahead, give us a little insight on that, and we'll go ahead and kick it off from there. So I'm not sure how many of our listeners actually watch Basketball Wives. Uh, I gave it another try this season. It's not not too bad so far. It's tolerable. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, Jason Maxiel is a retired basketball player. Uh, I think he did like 15 or 16 years in the NBA and married to Brandy, obviously. So her whole thing is... While he was active, like an active player, you know, she had to move from state to state, kind of hold down the home front, always support him, travel to different games. I think she said at one time they had moved actually four times in one year Mm. uh, just because of his career. But now the tables have kind of turned where he's not traveling as much. He's now retired and she's trying to get one of her own business ventures off the ground and she wants her family to be um in in LA while she's doing that they are based out of Dallas Texas so she wants him to move and Jason's like hell no we won't go and um she's kind of got an attitude saying you know I supported you all these years now is your time to support me and he's making it very clear that he doesn't want to to do that so what are y'all thoughts on that do y'all think that it's him being selfish um, cause he's saying that, you know, the, their foundation, their family foundation is set in Texas. That's where they need to be. They could travel back and forth, FaceTime or whatever, but they're not moving to LA. Do you think he's being selfish? Do you think he should, you know, go out to LA? What are y'all thoughts? First of all, Brandy is in LA so she can be on Basketball Wives. Cause what do she really need to be in LA to do that cookbook for or Whatever the fuck she she doing. So let's be clear. She on there so she can do basketball wise. Um, mm-hmm. it, Jason is the breadwinner and he's making the most money and he's taking care of the house. Um, I definitely would be inclined to um, consider his feelings about that. Um, I think it should be some kind of compromise. But then again, you cheated on me with 300 women. So I don't give a fuck what you talking about anyway. So do you? So think- I don't even know why they still married, actually. Do you think do you think that's like the the thing in the background that's just trying to hold over his head? Like you cheated on me, so now you kind of owe this to me. I just I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like every time I see or hear Jason Maxwell, I feel like I need to go get a a STD test. I just feel like (laughs) my coochie is itching every time I think about it. Damn. (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) That nigga make Jason. That nigga give me VD off the TV. I get VD just looking at his ass. I don't got time for this. Like, I feel like he is out here giving everybody that nasty woman's disease. I don't, listen. What the the old people say? If you like it, I love it. But in a (laughs) traditional, regular relationship where people is not cheating with 300 women, um, I think that they would need to compromise. Like, I think that there should be some kind of give or take, just like with... Jackie and her husband with him coaching and him moving 
um, and her traveling back and forth, like they've been doing traveling for a long time. So I don't see why it's such a big deal. And like I said, you don't have to be in L.A. every motherfucking day to make a cookbook. I don't understand um, niggas that make cookbooks in Detroit and put them bitches on uh, Etsy. So I, I don't understand what 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 caliber of cookbook she trying to get. Maybe she needs to get with Sierra from uh, Love and Hip Hop who making her own cookbook and see how she can do that shit from Atlanta where she already at as opposed to trying to travel across the country. Because really, you just want to be on basketball wise. That's, that's what it, it is. I think Brandy, that's stop lying. Because mm-hmm. she she, she kind of mentioned um when you, when you're talking about uh Doug and and um Jackie, she kind of mentioned that and she was saying you know they can make it work. They've been together for twenty something years and you know um Jackie's always supported him. Jackie is supporting him now. He's tra- he's a coach. Right. He travels Sacramento. all the time, and she, you know, she's stationed in L.A. That's their home state. So, you know, once he gets done traveling or whatnot, he goes back to L.A. And she uh, goes to Sacramento, right? I think she travels back and forth to Sacramento, if I'm not mistaken, to, yeah. to, to support him. But in all fairness, though, Jackie and Doug don't have any. I think Lil Ducky is grown now. Like, any, he, he's, I think he's uh probably an adult or, like, late teens now and i know that brandy and um jason's son is pretty a teenager small, so that's yeah. it is he a teenager like a young teen like maybe 12 or 13 maybe mm. or something like that. really they can't well it's been 10 years so maybe i guess i'm thinking about him still being like three or something shit <laughs> no oh, wow okay well that's i will that. say i will say i think her approach of how she approached it you know to him was kind of like vague and she just wanted him to kind of be gung ho and just say, okay, yeah, we'll we'll jump up and move. Um, I think if she would have possibly given him a timeline saying, okay, you know, this is my timeline for how long I plan on being here. These are the things I'm going to work on while I'm here. You know, this is a time I think that y'all could actually move there. If she actually would have proposed it better to him, I think he would have been more open. On the flip side, I think he could have been more open to what she was saying. <laughs> Uh, without the necessary, you know, time frame, he just basically shut it down from the get-go. Like, he was just not open to it whatsoever. So, there's a communication challenge, definitely, between the two. Uh, and when she didn't get her way, she just kind of walked away and said, I'm over it. It was, like, done with the conversation. I don't think he takes her, the relationship, that serious to be uprooting himself. Uh, he is or has well, he is the difference between being in the NBA for X amount of years, getting X amount of dollars, and you getting paid per episode doing basketball wives, arguing with your girlfriends. That's not necessarily a stable <laughs> career move to be like, oh, let's move the whole family out to LA. Let's ship our whole family out so you <laughs> for this. So, I just think in that particular relationship, he ain't really taking her that serious. He, he probably yeah, like, ain't no real money. Yeah, she's like, when you get kicked off again, you already did get fired one time, and then you're not even that good on the show. So, like, just go ahead on. Yeah, so that's what he's like. It's not. A, I don't think he's looking at it as being a stable, even though he's retired right now from the NBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, my what I do is more stable, whatever that may be. I think in the grand scheme, if we're looking at non-basketball-wise relationship, some people have made that sacrifice uh, if it's a great idea. Uh, moving with their spouse if they pick you know if you want to pick up and move to a certain state a lot of people have been cool with it but those are, are you know relationships that haven't had the scrutiny 
of the uh of the watch watchful eyes of, of certain viewers. So yeah, I, I don't think there's anything wrong if it's a if it's a legitimate plan. But he's not about to leave no Dallas so you can run around and argue with your girlfriends and and possibly include me into one of your bullshit storylines. Hell no. That's all what it is, is that she just kind of wants to be in the mix with the other ladies. And, you know, if, like you said, Ben, if she was a little bit more established, I think he would have possibly given it more thought. But you basically want to have him just uproot everything that you guys got going on um, in Dallas, you know, to follow a hobby. I don't want to necessarily call it a hobby, but it's it's not established just yet. So it's not like you about to run win an Emmy for this motherfucker. Like <laughs> this ain't like you you on blackish and you've signed to a two year deal. That's different. But you argue with it the girlfriends like on TV. It ain't like a million dollars an episode. <laughs> right. or, you know, like I just yeah. feel like Brandy. I just feel like it should have been approached differently. It could be definitely resolved differently. And I just feel like, um, you know. She needs to probably figure out a way to make that shit pop from Houston as opposed to because I know they got hella people cooking in Houston. I don't know what the fascination is with being in L.A. other than basketball wives. And I'm going to tell you right now about basketball wives. This is part three of season 10. They've been running this same goddamn season for the last three (laughs) tries. This shit ended abruptly after seven episodes with no reunion, no uh, nothing. They just came back like we back again. And this is. Part three of season 10. So I don't know how much longevity it is in this. But Malaysia is leaving and you probably should leave too. Yeah. Now that's that another thing I want to talk about since we're in the rabbit hole. Why is Malaysia leaving? Because what else she's does she have bitches. going on? She's sick well, of bitches. She's, but they she's don't been, like her. They ganging she's up on her. She's been complaining about her finances and her, chi- her child support, you know. This seems to be like the only outside looking in. This seems to be like the most stable income you have coming in, you know, to support or to provide for your kids. Malaysia said, don't count my motherfucking pockets because my business is doing fine. I don't need this motherfucking basketball wives. Is that what it is? I feel like it's, I feel like first, let, let me just say this. I feel like everybody who has left basketball wives, except for Evelyn Lozada, I don't know what she's doing these days. She got but, a show coming um, out. She has a dating show coming out this month. Oh God. Her, Nivia, and Tamar host about Holly Robinson peeing her husband on Peacock. Proceed though, Betty. <laughs> That's a wild cast. What they about to be doing people. on this uh show? They find well, in love. Yeah, Holly Robinson Pete and her husband are gonna help Evelyn Lazada, Tamar Braxton, and Nivia. Does Nivia have a last name? Nivia, hell find a man and they're going to go through the process and and so on and so forth okay so like i was saying everybody (laughs) who has left basketball wise with the exception of evelyn have been prospering and doing great things since they left well i should say the main cast members because we still got og um comment on shit that don't got nothing to do with her but everybody's been able to move and do other things in a positive light only person Maybe I knew was Tammy. Who else? Tammy is namely who I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know anybody else that from the OG cast but Tammy. Yeah, Tammy is mainly who I'm talking about. But even like... Is Shani still a producer? Mm-hmm. I think she's very much involved. But she, you oh, know, man. she's doing her own thing. So there is yeah, the opportunity. Even she moved to, to Dallas. Mm. 
yeah, Dallas is the place husband. to be. Everybody's moving to Dallas these days. Because her husband, that, Kenyon, is down there, right? Kenyon, mm-hmm. who's yep, a pastor. Got a church down there. Yep. So even mm-hmm. if the producer of the show is like, <laughs> I'm going to move with my man, why would I move from where, from Dallas to go up there? And she ain't, you know, so tell her stop talking crazy. Nobody, I don't think anybody's taking Brandy serious. I think we need to run a background check on Jennifer's new boyfriend because every man she picked winds up with a criminal record of doing some shit that they ain't got no business doing. She was messing with that Tim from Sweetie's Pass. I don't even know. Like, Jennifer, was I don't she? like Jennifer. Yeah, you didn't know that? That's the one who was supposed to be stalking her that she was going to court. She was going to court for her. What? The one that she had the restraining order against the shit while he, had, while he in jail trying to claim his innocence. Ooh. That's a bad look, Jennifer. Then she, the one of the boyfriends stole one of her Range Rovers. Y'all remember that? Well, where is she finding these men? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But going back to Malaysia's quitting the show. First of all, was basketball wise before all the other wives? If I'm not mistaken. Yep. Okay. Basketball wise was the first one. So I just think that her quitting the show is, is a good move to save face and try to rebuild your brand because no one's going to take you serious arguing every six months or every three months out of a year with your girlfriends. I feel like Malay should be trying her best. I feel like she'd be trying her best to avoid the bullshit with them. Um, but here they come. Here story. come Jackie always trying to invite her into something. To the Ponderosa. Um, to the motherfucking Ponderosa. I think Malaysia always gets bite, bit in the ass because when stuff bothers her, she doesn't speak up on it. And she kind of lets that build up until it leads to resentment. You know what I'm saying? Or, or she'll go talk to somebody else about how another person made her feel. Like, you can't do that. Address you it with that one person. One person, right. And speaking of, British is uh, in, she has to be out of St. Louis, right? Because she's doing that show with Andrew Caldwell. And the guy who was on uh, 106 in Park, that morning show, right? So she has to be spending some time in in St. Louis and time in in L.A. to film this show. I don't know what British is doing. Is she off well, paper? On the show? I'm about to say on the show, she on house arrest. Yeah, she on house arrest. So. <laughs> she said on That's them papers, I don't know. Is, is this a... Um... It's a morning show that they have out in St. Louis. But it's a... But is it a um is British from she ain't from St. Louis, is she? I guess she must be. She's on this originally, yeah, because that's where uh the, the kid's father stayed, right? Because she got one kid. Well, yeah. Lorenzo. Lorenzo, yeah. So I think she's might be originally from St. Louis. So. Well, I don't know because some people like be doing they um shows remotely. from home and stuff too. Yeah, remotely too. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't really be following British that much. I'm not that interested in her. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think any other circumstances, you can, you know, move with your spouse if it's if it makes sense for the totality of the family. But ain't nobody about to move for you to be arguing on TV and might get fired in the middle of the season. Because no, that it, season be ending abruptly. <laughs> right. And you already got one girl that quit. Uh, was that Malaysia said she quit? So I think they, I think the show has run its course. It, at this point, it's just sad. Uh, I understand everybody's trying to get a check, but at this point, nobody's they, really married but Jackie. They right? got some girl on there now. What's her name? Brandy? She's not even. I mean, no. uh, is it Rita? Rhea? You talking about anyway. the the uh, Arabic looking girl? Yeah, 
Why is she on the show? I, I know that she has a son with a former player. That, exactly. That's, but that's she's dating, get on there. But she's dating someone new that's in the music industry and I had a whole other baby. Yeah, yeah so why? Oh, you're talking about Angel. Angel yeah. Brinkley. Is that her name? Angel? Why is, Angel she on, why is she on Basketball Wives? Why is any of them because on there? Because she used to be, well, she used to be married. She used to be do, do involved, you, like you said, with a basketball. That's the premise of the show. This ain't never changed. Do, Evelyn do wasn't married to nobody. She wasn't even with, uh, what's her name no more? She ain't had no kid with him or <laughs> Antoine, nothing. What's his name? Antoine, Antoine Walker. And she was Antoine on Walker. that damn um, Basketball okay. Wives. She didn't have, oh my God, he was so big. Oh, she's, 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 that's 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 like, who was with? Evelyn? She, Shawnee wasn't even Walker. married to Shaq no more. Was she once she divorced from Shaq or they went together or getting a divorce? They was like recently the divorced. She started to, yeah, so she wasn't even married. And then to Jennifer was married to that Williams dude. I can't think of his name. Eric Williams. Eric. Oh, he was so doggo ugly. Oh, Grace that was wasn't ugly married. Grace that was not married. nice. <laughs> that was so not let, nice. let me go through the list of Grace alumni. wasn't married. Um, uh, Sue wasn't married. Um, the, um, the Go uh, Govine girls wasn't married. None of these people was married. And that goes None to show you, everybody that was on the show needed to be on the show. Oh, you don't see Graham no, you don't see no Savannah on no type of show like this. She's not gonna you know, do that. You, that's what I'm saying. There's, there's a One certain either. caliber of women that are gonna be on this basketball wife show. You're not gonna see like no, no primetime, um, like all star wives be on no damn. Basketball wise, they don't they don't get nobody they don't get the, the media in, in their business like that. Well, they had Kamisha Artest and Tasha Marbury. I don't know if they count as being more elevated uh, husbands, more elevated. I don't know why Megan was on here. Megan James is she? Uh, Our, the Artest family is hood as fuck. Let me just say that. And you know, once he kind of lost his mental. <laughs> Um, somebody had to pay the bills for all them damn kids that they got. So they got a lot of kids. And Phoebe yeah. was dating uh Lance Stevenson at one time. So mm. he's a big name. Not really. Daddy or Mary. Like, I thought we Lance we lose track of what we we lose the track of what the fuck the real question was. Who was Who's Mary? The hole, Betty was supposed to lose track. Oh yeah, who who is the <laughs> who is a basketball wife? Nobody but Jackie, really, right? That's it. Yeah. I don't even know who the fuck Brooke was married to or used to be with before she got on the show. I don't know. I don't even know why she is there. I don't even know why. Um, I don't know why any of them is there. I just hope that this is this will be the last season. I don't think that they could drag it out any further after this. Like we've this the seen same enough. Season they came back three times. It's it's enough <laughs> at this point. We Shawnee. Shawnee, if you ever listen shit. to Black Media Podcast, <laughs> we, we've down. had enough. This is what happened. Wrap it up. This is, this is what happened at the end of every hiatus. Jackie go nuts on everybody. The season abruptly comes to an end, and then four months later, we pick back up with season 10 again. This shit has happened. And let me time. just say, Jackie's high flashes must be off the chain because she's walking around with this personal fan. Well, she's she around has with this little a, mini fan. She has a fan line. Like, she has her own fan line because of those fans. <laughs> so did you see that uh, when she had the Ponderosa so she could tell them bitches what she be doing? So they won't think that she bored. She wanted to show them all of her business ventures. Jackie had toys. Jackie got fans, Jackie got couture line, Jackie got brandy, Jackie got all kind of stuff. 
Jackie is spending <laughs> Doug's money wisely. That's it. Yeah, I don't know. Well, look at we gonna cut on up out of here. We are gonna catch y'all next time. And before we leave, I want to make sure we introduce everybody again. My name is Ben, and to my right, hold on, real quick. Uh-oh. They said they said they said Jackie uh, back in the day was a mess. Um, Who they is? So I can't I can't say, okay. but. <laughs> there was a point in time when Jackie was. Like you know somebody who knows Jackie personally? She does. Proceed. Okay. So <clears throat> there was a point in time where follow like, our Patreon to get this story. <laughs> <laughs> like there was a point in time where they said like when Doug was a player, mm-hmm. and you know the bus couldn't pull off. Like she would be the only wife on the bus with the players when they would be on road trips traveling from game to game and the bus couldn't pull off until like she was actually on there. That, like that's the type of, I'm not going to say power, but that's the type of impact she had on his career. Like, But was he that good back then for them to be like, we going to wait on your wife? Absolutely, absolutely fucking not. That's what I'm saying. I like, mean, so he was somebody... a great defensive player. Yeah. Um, I, was great. I was like, I thought you were about to say absolutely. I was like, Tell me more. Because <laughs> I don't so, think I mean, the bus would have waited for a, Like <laughs> he was a great defensive player, but it wasn't to the point. He he's not like on no no Kobe or LeBron status, like being the the superstar superstar. Okay, you know what I mean, like, like he was a, he was a decent player. Because he would I, get a my, three every now and then. Because my thought process is like I'm only gonna do that for like a Jordan, a Kobe, a LeBron, yeah, maybe no. a D Wade, not for so. Nigga. I don't know what type of voodoo Jackie done put on this man. On the team, shit. If you and on the on whole team, I'm about to say in on his <laughs> team, the bus driver <laughs> and whoever else. But the bus could not pull off unless she was on the bus. Wow. They had to wait. They had to wait for her. Okay. Well, that was a a little little not a moment right there. Uh, I thought you was about to say something else, but Jackie Jackie was cute back in the. I mean, she's still cute now. She's still cute, yeah. But yeah, she looks good for her age. I see why Doug is still married to her for twenty six years. He can't go but, nowhere. Um, shit. He crazy. She crazy. They got crazy kids. Yeah, so, they know, break up. He probably they he probably they break. They break up. Doug will come up missing. <laughs> now let I'm me just saying. tell y'all, if this if anything should happen to Douglas Christie. Douglas. The Black Media Podcast has no prior knowledge of anything that may have happened nope. or transpired. Well, because all hearts and minds are clear, Betty, Not, and Benny will catch you all next week. Take care. Right. <laughs> Deuces. <Yeah. laughs>